This is Grendel, and welcome, friends, to the Traveling Library. If you've got things you gotta know, you gotta go to the library. And if you wanna leave while well, you can't, I can't, the library's here. It's everywhere, and it will never leave you. A riddle for you to think upon as we begin our day. What tree is only rotten on one side? Having turned my back on Hellebore, I turned my back also on the city of my birth, from my home, my few dear friends, and the library. I expected I'd admit to cry a little bit, yet, looking towards the next great peak, I have no desire to turn my head. I do not cry, instead, my step is quicker, and I thirst for water from the high streams of the Umberdown. I hope to see a bastion, I hope to see the top of the mountain, I hope to see the whole damn world. My feet tread firmly here. Uh, it has not rained, as it is the beginning of summer. A curious thing about the Umberdown is one crosses the mountain threshold, the underfoot turns to a curtain of moss. Some stretches are bare rock, it is after all a mountain, but where the ground is covered, it is covered in thick, springy moss. A sample of it lies in my backpack now, about half a finger's length high, with dense nodding fibres. The colour is bright enough to put a dragon's emerald to shame. In case you're wondering how I'm recording this, Lanithium, this recording device, is my own invention. But have no fear, I'll spare you the scientific jib-jab. Basically, it's a transference device. Powered by the quartz veins running through the Hellebore Cavern. Converts the sound of my voice into these recordings. Bada-boom, bada-bing. Here we are, folks. <gasps> Listener, I have tripped, and I find by my nose a lily. And some dirt in my nose, actually. <laughs> this can be no other. Um, the statement check, the pedals it, it is indeed a goat lily, a rare find. It's psychedelic, it was, sorry, meditative powers are famed. They grow in single flowers and maybe miles apart, very valuable. The temple mugs use their sap to enter trances. Allegedly, this allows them to commune with the goddess. I am unconvinced. I think they're just hallucinating. Either way, money isn't a hallucination, and the monks will pay a good bit of it for one of these. There we go. Two specimens in a day. Wow. The second peak takes me into the lowest strata of the air with clouds, wispy like the tannins in the bottom of a teacup. Hellebore is a white and brown cluster in the distance. It is high up here, folks. Maybe it is nerves, but the air feels thinner, and I have sweat through my clothes. This is adventure, and it is not as glamorous as I have read. The map I had procured shows only the east side of the mountain, where our story begins. The west side of the mountain is untamed, wildland and ancient forest. Western Vales by Rito Skull is the only book I was able to find with both maps and descriptions of the other side of the mountain. I did look for something more modern. This one's binding is hanging on for dear life, but even the library didn't have an alternative, or maybe it just didn't want to give me one. Western Vales it is. It contains two ferocious pictures of bugbears, which can unfurl to the full height of a human. They have fourteen canines on each row of teeth and are covered entirely in brown fur. Delightful. It shows next a shadowy, blurred sketch of the people of the moon. Wraith-like creatures with white pupilless eyes covering their heads. Ugh. Moving swiftly on, uh, there's the Timbra. Far, far to the west. 
A land of civilization, not as advanced as my part of the Republic, but we trade with them. Our trade route, for obvious reasons, does not cross over the Umberdown, nor the dangerous lands directly to its left. Our trade route runs the long way round, through Fieldshire, the country lands where the cat people come from. Sorry, a bit of geography for you. It makes me excited. I used to teach a night class on it to adults who had failed little school. Let's just say you're the most attentive audience I've ever had. Fog has obscured the path in front and behind me. I can't see my hands. Only the glowing blue crystal of the lanithium I hold. If I fall off a cliff, at least they'll be able to say I rose to great heights at my funeral. Okay, you're not laughing, but I thought it was funny. Anything to keep myself thinking about my impending... What was that? That's a person. It sounds like speaking. Come out, I'm merely traveling through. Holy roses. Out of the fog comes an iron poacher. It is looking straight at me, listener. My same height, my same goblin form, but its eyes are translucent. They look right through me. Plates of iron cover its body like someone has cut chunks out of its flesh and poured in molten metal. I am... I am Grendel. I am a goblin. You would not harm your own kind, would you? It speaks to me. 